0: Well, bless the Lord, saints of God. We bring you greeting this Sunday morning, July 11, 2021, Triple C podcast. We return this Sunday in the name of the Lord. Let us open with a word of prayer. Heavenly Father, we bow. Thank you for another opportunity to be able to share your word. I pray that the words of my mouth and the meditation of my heart will be acceptable in thy sight. Father God, that you will allow the listeners that will be able to download and listen to this podcast and share it and help me get this global gospel out in the name of Jesus Christ. Now, bless the words that we're about to read, that they will be fruit for the listener, dear God. We thank you for this time now in Jesus' name. Amen. Again, we bring you greetings. We were out last Sunday, but we're back. Amen. And now we want to prepare this Sunday's podcast as we introduce the scriptures of Mark chapter 9. And I need to read the background of what I'm going to share this morning. It won't be a very long podcast, but I want to share some things I think that God would have us to to want to glean from. So permit me to read from Mark chapter 9, starting at verse number 14 through verse number 23. And I'm reading from the King James Version of the Bible. And the Word of God reads, And when he came to his disciples, he saw a great multitude about them, and the scribes questioning with them. And straightway all the people, when they beheld him, were greatly amazed, and running to him, saluted him. And he asked the scribes, what question ye with them? And one of the, of the, of the multitude answered and said, Master, I have brought unto thee my son, which have a dumb spirit. And wheresoever he taketh him, he teareth him, and he foameth and ganishes with his teeth, and, pineth away. and I spake to the, thy disciples that they should cast him out, and they could not. He answered him and saith, O faithless generation, how long shall I be with you? How long shall I suffer you? Bring him unto me. And they brought him unto him, and when he saw him, straightway the spirit tear him, and he fell on the ground and wallowed foaming. And he asked his father, how long is it ago since this came unto him? And he said, of a child. And oftentimes it hath cast him into the fire and into the waters to destroy him. But if thou canst do anything, have compassion on us and help us. And the last verse for today. Jesus said unto him, if thou canst believe, all things are possible to him that believeth. So the title of this podcast today is All Things Are Still Possible. All Things Are Still Possible. So let me set the stage as we are in July 11, 2021. The pandemic is still real even though the nucleus of Americans have begun to relax all their policies, protocols, and procedures. The new Delta variant is the newest, greatest of the strand that's attacking people even that's been vaccinated. The, the new Delta variant is on the rise and now, especially in the South, it is a dominant strand and people are becoming more infected even faster than the traditional COVID-19 symptoms over a year ago. It is ongoing. Why? And I won't ever get tired of saying it. The devil comes not before to steal and to kill and to destroy. But there's a but. That but is a conjunction in the English language. There's a small pause. But Jesus says, I am come that they might have life and their life more abundantly. Here's the question why would he put might? Because he will never force you to believe anything he's telling you. He don't ever make anybody do anything, then we will become robots. So as we look at the scripture, Mark is our author today, and what's so awesome about God's word, 2,000 plus years fast forward, God's word is still very much rich, it's very much applicable, it's very much real in our lives if we will allow it to be. If I were in a church podium somewhere, I would be speaking to the thousands, I would be telling them the very same thing that we're trying to share on the podcast. So here it is, Jesus speaking to his disciples and the scribes. Scribes were nothing more than recorders for those Sanhedrin members of that day. Scribes were transcribers. They were writers of things for people like secretaries. So that's what they were. That's what was happening. And it's awesome. So I'm going to kind of paraphrase a little bit with the Amplified Version, and then we will look at what he says. And Jesus, when, he, when they came to him, The nine disciples, they saw a great crowd around them and scribes questioning and disputing with them. I take that like the church, pre-COVID. The church is full of people from all around. They're there wondering, they're questioning, they're looking at life. They're wondering what's going on because why? The devil is not fake. He's very much real. And if you think that he's not your enemy as a believer, you have not studied nor do you believe the scripture. He ain't your friend. Those people that creep up into your life, that's trying to inquire about you, that's not trying to bless you, that's not trying to build you up, that's not showing you Jesus, those people are not your friends. If those people are not pointing you to the truth so that you can be made free, what are they trying to do? Oftentimes, they try to confuse you. Oftentimes, they try to get into your business so they can wonder how you do what you do. But they don't offer you any good guidance. They don't offer you any good criticism. They don't offer you anything good to bless you or to bind your family or to build your family. They often come in to just see what they can find out so they can go spread it like a cancer. And what happens? People love negativism. People love gossip. I call it the water cooler mentality. Jokers love to be at the water cooler, ain't doing nothing. Now in this COVID realm, I call it the COVID spirit. There's a COVID spirit in operation. But I'm telling you, God would want us to not succumb to what the world is doing. God would want us to not relax our protocols. God says, do not. Obedience is better than sacrifice. Don't sacrifice your health just to prove that you can do what you want to do and go where you want to go. When God is showing you that the devil is running rampant and it goes from the political ram to the church ram. To the, whole, to the house realm. God is saying when you leave your first love, God, here's my analogy of what has happened. God has seen how we are in, in the heart of man and he's slowly removing his hand from the security of America because we got more idol worship, more technological worship, more computer worship than God worship. We rely more on technology than we do on God. And God said, fine, I'll show you. If you deny me down here, I'll deny you with the Father. If you want to believe more of what the world tells you than what the word tells you, then I'll let you see your end hope I help somebody today with this podcast. So Jesus is talking not only to the disciples, not only to the scribes, but his word. Fast forward in the 21st century, July the 11th, 2021, he's talking to you and I. Mark is our author and he's telling us. Let's go on with the scripture. So there's three things God wanted me to extract from the word of God and hopefully, You will write this down in the spiritual notebook of your mind and that every time you face the test, you will remind yourself of your study. The Bible says in 2 Timothy 2.15, to study, to show thyself approved unto God, a workman that needeth not to be ashamed, to rightly divide the word of truth. When they say, preacher, how do I rightly divide the word of truth? You divide it by how you walk it. You divide it because if you don't deposit any word in you, you can't expect to allow the word to come out of you when you face a situation. But guess what? If you allow all those naysayers, if you allow all those haters, if you allow all those negative jokers, I call them the negative Normans and the negative Nancys, to be into your life and they spit words into you and you listen to them, that other to God, when you face a situation, guess what you're going to do? You're going to do everything the world does and then you're going to find yourself being broke, busted, and can't be trusted. You're going to find yourself, as I call the three D's, dead, dry, and disconnected. Disconnected from what? From the spiritual power source of God and God's word. And you wonder what's going to happen? You will find yourself drained. You will find yourself depressed. Depressed. You will find yourself feeling depleted. You will find yourself like you just can't go on. You will find yourself struggling to get up and get on and get moving with God. You're going to find yourself wondering why. And you're going to be have the pity party of the why me syndrome. Why not you, child of God? God has allowed you to get a measure of faith, but that faith has to be built and built up on God's word, not the words of the world. Hope I helped somebody. So he's talking to you today, and this is what he says. So let's look at three verses, and then we'll close the podcast. Verse 17, and I'm going to read the Amplified as well as the King James. He says, and one of the multitude answered and said, Master, I have brought unto thee my son, which have a dumb spirit. The Amplified Version says it this way. And one of the throng replied to him, Teacher, I have brought my son to you, for he has a dumb spirit. You picture yourself going to the altar when church was full throttle. And there you are taking your burdens and your problems to the altar. And I'm going to the altar. I'm going to leave it there. I've told many people, when you go to that altar, I pray to God that you leave it there and don't turn around and secretly pull it back off the altar and walk back with it. Guess what? Because those dumb spirits, those demonic spirits, those spirits that want to antagonize you, they will leech on to you like a leech sucking blood so that you won't feel that you've got the spiritual fruit and the joy of God. He told it. The first thing you've got to do, you've got to tell God all about it. You ain't got to be in the physical church to tell all about it. You've got a personal relationship with God. Do y'all remember in the story when Jesus was getting ready to die on the cross and they said the temple was rent, the curtain was torn, and man can go to God for himself? That removed the necessary need for a priest to intercede on their behalf. I'm not saying priests are not valid, they are still very much real. But you can go to God for yourself. You ain't got to always be on bending knee. You got God in you if you're a believer. And you can talk to the Father. We call it Abba, A-B-B-A, Abba Father. Talk to God. God, I already knows if you're telling a lie or not. So you can't get around God. You can lie to me. You can lie to the masses. You can lie to the people. But you can't lie to God. God knows you with your nasty self. God know who you are. Even when you think that people don't see, God sees. So you just got to tell God all about it. That's the first thing. This man spoke out and realized my son been going through maybe you've been going through since the midst of the pandemic. Make you feel that you now as my wife is a long hauler and many some folk are starting to take their lives because the after effect of COVID and being sick. Maybe you are one of those right now are feeling that you're having heart palpitations. Maybe you're one where your mind is still foggy. Maybe you're one that you feel like you just can't get a Grip on life. You need to tell God all about it. That's the first thing. Let's move on down. Verse 19 says it this way. He answered him and saith, O faithless generation, how long shall I be with you? Question mark. How long shall I suffer you? Question mark. Bring him unto me. Listen to the amplified version of verse 19. And he answered them, O unbelieving generation. Let me pause right there without any faith. This generation right now, though they're looking to technology, they've gotten away from God's written word. We got preachers from the pulpit doing all kinds of things. Amen. And understand, I mean, let's not get it twisted. None of us from the podium are perfect. We will never cross every T or dot every I. We will never speak it spiritually correct always, all the time. But you know who you are. You know when you're intentionally trying to hurt. You know when you're trying to deceive. You know when you're trying to fake on the people. That's why preachers will say, well, baby, fake it till you make it. Here's what you do. If you can't help somebody, definitely don't hurt nobody. One of my mantras and my mottos is, if I can't help you, I know how to keep my mouth shut and not try to hurt you. But there are many right now, they're so adamant about their image. They're so adamant about preaching in different folks' churches, knowing they don't mean nobody no good. They going around, but see, if you're not careful, you'll get the old okie doke. If you're not careful, you'll get duped. If you're not careful, you'll get bamboozled because you'll be wondering and because you're looking at the physical man, not the fruit of that man. Hello, Holy Ghost. This is what he said in verse 19 in the Amplified Version. And he answered them, O oh, unbelieving generation without faith, how long shall I have to do with you? How long am I to bear with you? Question mark. You've been going to church all your life, but don't nothing seem to be changing? You've been in prayer Meeting, you've been in BTU, you've been in Sunday school, you've been in Bible study, you go to church where it only appears that your pastor is the only one prospering, but yet you seem like you marking time and marching and place. something wrong somewhere. Oh my God, Acts 2 and 42, the disciples had all things common. If I've got one and you need one, I'll give you one. I don't want you to pay for it, I'm going to give it to you. Because I want you to be blessed like I'm blessed. But if you come to me with an ulterior motive, then guess what? You're going to get what you deserve. If you go to God and you ask God, but when you ask God, don't have an ulterior motive. Don't play with God only when you're desperate and destitute that you come to God. And then when God bless you, God ain't a part of your vocabulary. God ain't a part of your equation until you broke busted, and can't be trusted again. That ain't the kind of God that we serve. God wants you to become his child and he become your father that you can have a relationship knowing the Bible says in Romans 3 and 23, for all have sinned and come short of the glory of God. When you know your own heart, you unbelieving generation of people, God is trying to wake you up. You going to look to the Democrats or the Republicans or the independents rather than see God above them? You're going to look to your local politicians, you're going to look to the joker who's sitting on the stoop, ain't got nothing, ain't doing nothing, but that's the person who's mentoring you? You all watch somebody, hello, Holy Ghost. So here's the second thing. The first thing is to tell God all about it. The second thing is you must believe God and his word. Ah, but there's a caveat. You can't believe God and his word if you never dive into God's word. You can't never believe God in his word if you only believe when he said, and I heard somebody say. No, you've got to learn to read God's word for yourself. And after you learn how to read it, then you have to develop a study habit. You've got to be able to take a scripture and allow the Holy Spirit to show you you in the word. God, I hope I'm helping somebody today. He says you must believe God and his word. And what does that mean? That means it's just more than sitting there listening like a knot on the log. You've got to take that word and realize how can I apply it to my life? How do I do that? Case in point, one example. When you're in the midst of people that are coming to work physically, amen, and you have a situation and you figure out what to do, how to do, sometimes God says be slow to speak. Quick to listen, slow to anger. Just because somebody gives an action doesn't constitute you having a reaction. Sometimes God said, be still and know that I am God. God said, I'll make your enemies become your footstool. What does that mean? Sometimes they'll wonder why they'll do for you before they'll do for somebody else. You ain't even got to ask why, because God already knows what you need, child of God, before they do. He's already preparing a place. But if you disconnect from God, guess what? You remain out of the midst of people. How can God give to you good magic, pressed down, shaken together, and running over that men will give into your bosom if you're not in the midst of the men? See, the reason you're in the midst of the men is not to just get what they're going to give you. is to give them the light of God's word so that they can walk out of darkness into the marvelous light of God's anointing, into the marvelous light of God's word that practically they can become free like you're supposed to be. Ah, but the question is, are you free? Are you in bondage? Are you encapsulated? Are you in prison in your spiritual mind? Are you locked down? Are you 24 down with one hour free in life? Are you open to what God's trying to show you? Or are you trying to fake it? Until you make it, but let me just digress and come down your street while I'm driving with my windows down. I'm trying to tell you, if you're trying to fake your religion, if you're trying to fake your Christianity, guess what? You will never make it to the kingdom of God because you're nothing more than a fake and a fraud. But when you tell God, I'm broken, God. When you tell God, I need you, God. When you tell God all about it, I'm struggling down here, God. When you tell God, I don't know why the world treats me like it do. When you tell God, God, I'm hurting and people are wondering. God is listening. But he will move when it's time for him to move, not when you want him to move. So I thought I could leave after I got my first promotion. But I tried years and years and years and God said, no, it's because I didn't realize my promotion was in the midst of my mess. And God says, see, I'll show you who I am. I can make all of your enemies become your footstool. And here I still stand. Let's get to the last point and close down this morning. He says, one, you've got to tell God all about it. Secondly, you must believe God and his word. And the last thing is inevitable. You've got to trust God. What does that mean? Many people say, I believe. But do you trust? Peter, step out of the boat. Walk on water. Peter stepped out of the boat. He said, Jesus, bid me to come. And when he began to step, guess what? He had the generation of vipers behind him speaking negative in him, and he began to not focus on the prize. He focused on the voices behind him. He began to sink. Here's why I close this morning. When you don't trust God, when you don't believe God in his word, when you don't tell God all about it, when you hold it all in thinking it's just going to pass away, no, you've got to deal with your issues in life and you let God work it out. And when God begins to make a way where there is no way, when God begins to open doors that no man can close, when God begins to tell you and say, listen, if you will only trust and believe. God said, He'll tell you. This is what He does for you. Let me go and close this morning in the name of the Lord. He says it this way And when he had asked his father how long ago since he came unto him, he said, Oh, of a child. And oftentimes that demon tried to kill him. Jesus said, In conclusion, and Jesus said unto him, If thou canst believe, all things are possible to him that believeth. The amplified version in closing says it this way. And Jesus said, you say to me, if you can do anything with a question mark, why is what Jesus said? All things can be, all are possible to him who believes. So as we close the Triple C podcast today, I hope that you will download and repeat it and put it on repeat. And God says, do you believe? God said I've been with you from your birth You was born into sin And shaping in iniquity But what you didn't know Is that you had a praying mother You had a praying grandmother You had a praying grandfather You had some folk that prayed for you 30 years before you were born That let my ancestors be a believing people That's what we pray now That our children and our children's children Be covered in the blood of the Lord We understand that in life Life ain't going to give you nothing Life don't owe you. People in this world don't owe you, but yet they think they do. The only person that can bless you in the midst of your mess is God, capital G. Let me tell you while I close the podcast this morning, if you don't believe that when you're in the midst of this pandemic, if you don't believe that while you're in this Delta variant storm, if you don't believe that you're in the midst of a world going wild, if you don't believe that there's babies still having babies, if you don't believe the rise of gun violence, if you don't believe that looting and robbing and raping and murdering and theft st- and still happening. You are lost and cannot be found. But let me wake you up on this Sunday morning and tell you, oh, the great getting up morning. Let me tell you this that all things are still possible, baby, if you'll just believe. You can't look at Tonto. You can't look at Tony and wonder. You've got to look beyond and look to God and realize that God is your Savior. When you realize that God can do, you ain't got to worry about my image. You've got to look at God's image and realize that God is the reign or ruler supreme. I close this morning by saying, if you're in the midst of your storm, if you know you're not anchored in the Lord, if you know that in the storms of your life, the billows of the world are billowing in your life, if you know that you're in the midst of trouble, if you know that you're in the midst of trial, if you feel like you can't hold on, let me give you some words of encouragement. Though the Delta variant may be running rampant You've got to look beyond the Delta variant And look unto author and finisher of your faith You've got to look beyond your situation And look unto the heels from which cometh your help I'm telling the church as I used to When I was in the public forum You've got to go where you're looking And quit looking where you're going What does that mean? Quit focusing on people in your job Quit focusing on people in the world You quit focusing on their problem You quit focusing on situations But you take your eyes off the world and put your eyes on God. You look on to him, the author and finisher of your faith. You extend your hands and say, Lord, here I am. Come get me. And God will say, what if you only believe? As we close now in a prayer, the storm will pass over. We'll get through the Delta variant. We'll get back to some semblance of new normal. We will get there one day. And you may be asking God how long As he told King not long. When you ask God how much longer, God said hold on a little while longer. When you feel like you can go and you can't go. When you feel like you can go and you can't go. When you feel like you can go but then you can't go. You've got to step on God and believe that God is the author and finisher of your faith. And when the question comes, won't you just die and give up on God? As Job's wife told him, you've got to say, though the world will try to slay me, yet will I trust God. No matter what comes my way. devil, is that all you got? Get thee behind me, Satan. I know somebody. Amen. I know somebody that can pick me up and turn me around. I know somebody who can save my life. I know somebody who brought me from death's door. I know somebody that restored my breathing. I know somebody that decreased some of my medicine. I know somebody who can heal my mind. I know somebody that can make me walk again. I know somebody that I can live without the Later, i know somebody that can live without oxygen i know because he is my oxygen in the name of the lord oh i sound like i'm preaching to some folks but i'm speaking to the masses here we are the storm will pass over i bless you now as we close in a prayer heavenly father i know all things are still possible and i'm in a storm god this delta variant got folk nervous It's things happening. Folks been vaccinated and still getting sick and still dying. Father God, we got people still leaving by the numbers, dear God, and we don't know. You're the only one that know we're in a storm, God, and we don't know how to make it. God, I've lost loved one in the midst of this pandemic, and God, sometimes I feel like I can't go on. I feel like in the midst of the storm, God, but we pray this morning in the name of Jesus that the Triple C Podcast will bless somebody and let them know that the storm will pass over sometime. And Father, as we close now in the name of Jesus Christ, bless every soul that will listen to this podcast. Download it and share it. Help me get this gospel out. We pray, God, that you heal somebody's heart today. Bless somebody today in the name of Jesus. And when we get together again, it'll be a great getting up morning. We'll bless you, God, as we close out now. In Jesus' name we pray. Triple C podcast until the next time. Tony signing out. In Jesus' name, the storm will pass you over. Take us home, choir.